Valuetown is a production of HearthSim. Find out how to support Valuetown by going to patreon.com slash Valuetown. This is our town. Welcome. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 177 of Valley Town. I'm Chan Man V. He's Gara. She's Cora. We're here to talk about cards today. How, how are you guys doing? Uh, fantastic, yeah. Just came from the gym. I'm motivated, like I'm I'm hyped. Let's let's talk cards. It's like the best season, you know, right before a new expansion when we see all the new cards yep. and then after like three months it gets boring and because we know all the cards. Holy <laughs> man. Come on, Spence. it wasn't boring for three months. Well, actually, after three months? No, no, months? no, after, after three, months. three months. Oh, after this three months. This month, before okay. the new cards, okay. it's pretty boring, to be honest. Really? So, yeah. I stayed in yeah. it. It's like all the same decks for the two months-ish. Well, Cora just played Shutterwalk for two months, so... It... <laughs> I did. I did, so I... So she had a lot really... of decks to play. <laughs> yeah, uh, even Warlock, super fun. Um yeah. Or Odd War, yeah, even Warlock, uh, and then then you got Odd Rogue. That's a great one. Um, <laughs> no, I, I've I've been a little bit bored myself. I've been playing some other games in the meantime, but uh, yeah. really excited for the new expansion. So, yeah, so I know there's I know there's good stuff coming. We just we just got to get through the lull, but it happens every time. Yeah, there's a ton of cards, uh, even just today. I think we've had uh, four cards released today, maybe even five. But the um, the reveal schedule is much more, or it's just much shorter than it, it's been in the past. So we're getting like five or six cards every single day for the next uh, week and a half or so. Uh, so be ready for that. Lots of cards. I mean, looking at the subreddit, it's so funny because it's just like a different card posted for like the top eight or ten right now, and it's got its own discussion thread. Uh, it's pretty pretty interesting to to see. Uh, uh, you know, just th this, this many reveals happening right now. Um, but anyways, we're going to definitely talk about new cards. Um, just a little bit of news. Not, not too much news. There was so much news last week to really talk about that. Didn't leave too much. Seat Story, of course, is uh, happening uh, this week. And Gara's going to catch us up a little bit because he's going. He's gonna pre prepping for it and all that good stuff. And then we're going to finish with some Q&A, as always. Got one question, of course, from our regular. And then uh, if we've got some time, we'll take some from Twitch chat. So our week in Hearthstone, um, I, I know, Gar, it's for you. It's been a lot of seat story. Um, Cor, how about you? What, what have you been up to? Honestly, I've been messing around a lot. Uh, I streamed a couple of times, been playing some more fun decks, some Recruit Warrior, which oh, yeah. um, is a lot of fun to play right now. It's it's not awesome. So I'm, I'm sitting around, like, right too, but I'll probably make a Legend push with even Warlock today or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, you know, just trying to enjoy some of the decks that I haven't gotten to play over this expansion because I was playing Shutterwalk nonstop for two months. Yeah. So are you playing Rotface? Oh yeah. How many? P you, so how many? It's not worth playing Recruit Legend Warrior unless <laughs> know, you're playing Rotface. Right? There's no point. How many actual legendaries do you get from Rotface on average? On average, ooh. I mean, you get um, one, obviously, right? Like you're not well, playing. Sometimes you get five, and sometimes you get one. So on average, about five? three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Man, if I you, feel like you two get the, that's it. 
No, stick the woe cleaver. Woe yeah. cleaver, bring him out, and then yeah. warpath five times. Oh, you're you're always doing the warpath combo, yeah. right? Right, right. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> always just like hero powering or something no. lame <laughs> like that, you know. So mm. uh, okay, when you get five, that's fun. Yeah. That's some yeah. serious. Fun. He's, he's I, I actually had the game this week against uh, Recruit Warrior that got the maximum amount of legendaries from Rotface, and it was always a one-one. It was <laughs> ridiculous. It was How the unluckiest play I've ever seen. You, How many like, wins? Downloads. There's yeah. like the Lanisa, for example. There's like oh, so many random so, ones yeah. where you don't think of. You got like Lanisa, then he got Talnos. <laughs> every single outcome was like that it was hilarious and he's killing them each time he's triggering yeah. it probably mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, yeah it, it can be very bad but i've had some really great moments playing him yeah, so yeah he's definitely. a lot of fun that's the whole point right yeah combination between rot face and yep i mean all, random stuff coming out you know and random legendaries for the most part coming out that's gonna be uh a lot of fun that's what makes the recruit warrior so fun oh yeah um for me, I, uh, I, you know, I'd been putting off getting the legend this month, and I finally uh, decided to do it the last couple of days, and it only took me two days, which is, I mean, it never takes me just two days. So I just played Odd Pally and then just finished like rank one with Control Priest because I was all I was facing was like mages and uh, zoo lock and, and stuff like that. So um, uh, Control Priest was like super easy, but man, it was super easy. So. If you guys are trying to get to Legend, play those two decks. You will get there in, like, super record speed. That's impressive. Yeah, that's by far the quickest I've ever gotten there, like, even at the end of a month. So it's um, it was pretty fun doing that. Uh, mostly because I had quests. I had a ton of Paladin quests. That's kind of the only reason I played all Paladin. Mm. And then it turned into just kind of a run. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, not too much. I'm getting ready to go to the... Um, overwatch league finals tomorrow so that's kind of why we're doing the show today if people are wondering what why is it on tuesday you know the, that, that's the reason so it's going to be be fun for sure uh but let's talk about seed story gar given that it's the big event this this weekend and um they announced decks right on seedstorycup.com uh, if you guys want to go there and uh it's not the greatest view of the decks because they they kind of show them as a link at a time, so it's kind of hard for us to look at these all at once. Yeah, but, but um, anyways, the, the website is great because mm-hmm. you can actually check out everything. You can check out the brackets. Like, the brackets will stay like this. Like, you see um, group A till group D will be played on fir- on the first day, which is on Thursday. This is the first, like, event day. Mm-hmm. And group E to H will be played on Friday. And you see like all the pairings already. And then under news, you see all the deck lists from every player. And it's just, and there's like a time schedule as well. Like you can see at which time roughly, which match will be played. So if you mm-hmm. are only gonna watch because of ties or whatever, you can actually check out already on which stream. Nice. And you can like click on which mm-hmm. stream because there will be an A stream and a B stream. Yeah, which match you wanna see. It's like, it's pretty sick to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. Blizzard should do more stuff like that, I guess. These <laughs> groups, man. These groups are huh? pretty... What, pretty which, stacked, which one's yeah. the group? Yeah, they're very stacked. Which is the group of death, though? It's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting. Pretty good. Uh, like, Naria versus Tice is going to be a great first match towards, like, yeah. teammates, team kill, very first match. <laughs> um, they can still both make it because they're double elimination groups, as always. 
and how this is going to go is it's like it it is double elimination groups into double elimination groups so 16 players will advance and then we have again oh, four okay. groups with you know That's double nice. eliminations and mm. then we have single elimination top eight but best of seven so players submitted a fifth deck for top eight and it's lhs and it's all invites and you pretty okay. much have heard if it's you're like, following the hearthstone scene for the past whatever year <laughs> plus, right you know all these players and there's like a lot of cool invites like for example control which is usually just a wild player mm -hmm. and i i have no idea if he even plays standard or if he ever participated i, in I don't it. think he plays that much i mean he plays a little everybody yeah. plays a little and he's playing they're, against colento first round so yeah. he's that's very cool pairings he's the king of wilds yeah, i've never sure. seen him play standard I've seen him can play see like once or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just he's interesting like, to see what kind of different decks people. I'm sure Jackie and Allie probably picked decks for him <laughs> to play. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I would be think. surprised. What do you think of your group, man? You got Orange and Yagoot and, and uh, Turna. I Turna and you get it. Yeah, Turna. That, I always get the Turna. Like, that's uh, a pretty Turna on uh, Oslo. Yeah, Turna's good too. And he's a freaking tryhard. And he's already hard countering in first round. No big try. deal, no big deal. Just high roll, just win ball. He was the only European player to not advance to world championships from HCT championships. Yep. yep. Mm. So he's been consistent too. He's really, I mean. Because he was kicked out by another European player. So yeah. only. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's, crazy. That's right. But still, he didn't get there. Turn is, is, he, nah, is he Italian? Yeah. Yeah, he's Italian, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like Italian. the most player. known. He's player, super nice. Sure. He's a good dude. I had a chance to talk to him a little bit at uh, HCT Champs. Yeah, and, and then there's like Orange and Mr. Yagut uh, as well. They're like obviously both very yeah. good. Are these, Nobody, these you can't take Gara. You got him. <laughs> Easy clap. Do, do they pick the groups just randomly? Like these groups are pretty well. I feel like they're balanced pretty decently. I have no clue how they made the groups. Mm -hmm. They just, yeah. the, I mean, they announced the groups. One day before deck submission, so everyone knew who is he going to play against or yeah. who is in his group. So that's a little bit sketchy. And deck lists are public. We decided that basically also yesterday. <laughs> like yeah. we did a straw poll. Echo did oh, a straw Oh, really? Poll. That was just decided last minute. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like Echo did a straw poll. Okay. And then we're like, okay, let's do open day. <laughs> that's, that's Everything happened so sorry for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they would have to sort of group the players into, you know, like influencers, top yeah. pros, so they, they can avoid having a group that's like Orange, Stan Sifka, Kalento, Nyria, because yeah. that, that, that would just be unfair if there was another group that was like, you know, Ali, Jackie, Control, and like Ekop, for instance. You know, I, I think I think yeah. they do need to space it around for sure. It's just so smarter it was probably too. manipulated in yeah, some way. Yeah, it should, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, in the end, yeah. it's all about entertainment. And I mean, obviously the competitive side of it, but entertainment is why they're broadcasting this, right? So I think that seeing, getting a chance to see some of our favorite influencers and in again some of the you know some very known pros too is is very fun for the community to watch especially like there's like people coming back that usually don't play too much competitive faster like colento or pavel like i'm pretty sure a lot of people are missing Pavel. i don't like, think pavel has played since the last story cup i know 
It'll it's be like fun to see him months. play again, especially against Fino. It's going to be pretty fun. Hopefully it's something he treated out. What a great time to learn the new cards. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's that's what he did for he, the last He read last story. time, right? He read we one were, of the cards. <laughs> we were in China for Gold oh Club, God. and Pavel was going to see story. He's like, nah, I don't know that I'm going to go. We'll see. And we're like, Pavel, you have a flight. Pavel, you're confirmed in the tournament. Pavel, they announced it. And he's like, nah, I don't know what any of the cards do. <laughs> and then he was actually reading one of the cards. He didn't know what they did. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. That, I remember that that so moment. Funny. <laughs> he's such a ham. I love uh, him. He is. No, he's always. We need to see him more, man. It's like weird having not having him, uh, in, you know, just on the tour and, and and at these tournaments. But um, I like how like there's already two names in the green and two names in the red, so it, it kind of looks like that these things are already done, but. Nope, they're not done yet, guys. So these will these will fill up as we go. Um, but yeah, it's going to be another fun event, I'm sure. If you guys have never seen Seed Story, it's like a mixture of competitive and memes, and the players always have a blast there. I mean, Gar, you've been to I don't even know how many now. How many? Every how many single one. Every single one. You're like the only person what? that makes it every single one. Yeah. So you're yeah. an institution. <laughs> there were so many like epic uh, or like. Legendary moments, you know, it started off with yeah. the first seed story cup with the casting with Artosis oh and Preparian. Is that George? And, and there's they always have like a team <laughs> as well, you know, like a freaking uh, uh, Egyptian yeah. team or like a Christmas team or whatever. I don't even know the team for this seed story cup, but they always pull something amazing. You mean some kind of oh, theme? You mean okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah for the gotcha. entire band. Then no, they do like the mini games for the one they did like Secret Santa. Yeah. It's got to be Boom's Day project related, right? You got to imagine it's got to be something the expansion. Maybe a laboratory. They like decked out the entire place being some kind of laboratory. That'd Could be, be fun. The- yeah, that'd be definitely fun. Well, anyways, good luck, man. It'll be fun watching you, uh, you know, just, just on air. And um, hopefully they'll, they'll actually show you whenever they say they're showing you. <laughs> like, I know you've been a victim of that a couple of times, but Seed Story, well, at least see you on the couch, you know, a, yeah. a few times. That's the beauty of Seed Story. The players do the casting too, uh, at least with uh, the main casters who. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be is, is probably Raven and Sottle again, or or, or some of the UK it's, crew. It's it's not Sottle. It's, it's not Raven. Sottle. No, I think it's Raven Lothar. Okay. And no, it's not Fal because all the Brits are uh, doing. Going. Yeah, they're doing HG. Is it Laurie? Right? Yeah. Yeah, but um, Raven is like pulling some insane schedule to be able to do HGG and Seat Story, but Sottle was like, Nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Over it. <laughs> not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. But tune into that, guys. Check it out. Always support that that uh, event. It's always w- one of the, the great ones in our community. And, and uh, helping it continue is very, very important. Okay, well, um, next bit of news is um, not really so much. Well, actually, no, there was. There were some mechanic changes, right, that they announced. Um, that's, I guess, worth mentioning and talking about a little bit, which was um, the Developer Insight 12.0 or whatever, uh, the game mechanics update. Talked a little bit about um, you know changes like just really changing the tribal stuff, like ghostly chargers, not oh, beasts. This patch is happening. I don't know if you mentioned it. It's yeah. happening next week, Thursday. Okay, so next Thursday. Okay. Um, I asked Blizzard and they confirmed it because yeah. I wanted to know if it's going to be live for Seed Story Cup. Because one change is very important yeah. is the Azalina change. Yeah, the Azalina. Why don't you explain that just for folks that don't? Uh, don't because know. you keep the buffs 
for example, you can, after the change, copy a one mana shadow walk. And it's actually interesting for some strategies. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You could Azelina and play like three shadow walks immediately. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, as That's a counter to it? You don't copy like obviously the battle cries from Shadow Walk, but mm-hmm. you can actually do some cool strategies. Yeah. I mean, you don't have the live drinking aspect of it, so, but. Yeah, uh, okay. We, uh, like one cool combo is like you can play Deadman's Hand Warrior, actually, and you play the infinite of the. You can basically out armor the life drinkers. You can get more armor with the Shadow Walks yeah. than uh, a Shaman can do with mm-hmm. nine Shadow Walks. Oh, um. That's. Really? It's super cool. Uh, and you get the you get the battle cry off of what's his face the the two minutes you two yeah oh yeah 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 true you do mm-hmm. get that Dragold. Dragold. no the the armor the one that gives you armor per per your opponent the armor jabroni yeah yeah armor jabroni, <laughs> jabroni. That and, and the cool thing is because <laughs> the, if the opponent plays like nine shadow box right he will have a full board so you will always get the the maximum armor yeah which is fourteen so and then you play nine shadow box with Every time 14 armor, it's super they cool. Can't, they just can't win. Yeah, it's so yeah. cool. Because they will die to fatigue. And you, you play Deadman's Hand, you have infinite resources. Yeah. It's so cool. Is, is there any other application that you can think of that would be impactful? Uh, you know, more so than just... Uh, like you, only thing. if you play like your own life drinkers, for instance, then you would just No, I mean, the... obviously the Shutter Walk is an interesting thing, but um, is there, is there uh, any I other impacts to some of these changes that you can think of? can't really think of anything yeah, yeah so with the trans- a lot of them are yeah strictly tribes yeah but most of it like most of it is about story. just retaining yeah just retaining the buff so mm-hmm. um yeah definitely take a look at this i'll link it in the chat right now and you guys can yeah the calcid buffs i think are the the biggest things that that people were wondering about um so yeah they announced that another thing that they uh that i think they released was they they have a a Boomsday Project comic now, which kind of reminds me of the comics that they've been doing for Overwatch, uh, you know, the last year or two. And, um, you know, they, I think, that did they do one for last one? I, they might have already done one for the previous. I'm trying to remember if they did a comic before. Is this the first? I, this is the first comic you're, for Hearthstone, you're, right? You're thinking about Overwatch for sure. Yeah, yeah this is the but first comic for Hearthstone, right? So yeah. um, it's a pretty cool. It's very, you know, like similar in style or at least... I think it's pretty similar. They, like um, they have, I don't know if they're going to have different artists like the Overwatch ones do. I think they they're, they're going to keep with the same, same uh, you know kind of uh, just artists and writers. I think for this one, but it's really it good. Says, yeah, it says number one of three, so yeah. at the very least we'll be getting three. Yeah, the question is whether we'll have a different line. artist or not. Yeah, for for mm-hmm. each one, um, ah. I'm hoping we have the same one. <laughs> yeah, I would love a physical copy. Yeah, they do have them. I mean, the Overwatch ones, there's physical copies, so like you can. I have the like the compendium. Oh, nice for the Overwatch comics. Yeah, 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 right. They printed them all together. Nice, nice. I don't have all of them. That's that's. I need to get that one of these days. It's nice. They hardbound it and. Oh, they hardbound it too. Like one book. Wow, that's Mm -hmm. nice. That's super nice. Um, so it's just like one entire book. Man, that's Mm -hmm. that's great. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, take a look at this. It's, it's really great. I mean, it's, it's cool that they're doing they they're using this Boomsday project as a way to kind of expand the you know kind of IP and the themes of this because there's always been a lot of potential for you know Hearthstone just to be more than just the cards. 
And I think now that they're, you know, definitely veering away from World of Warcraft, you know, with a, or at least feeling more free to do so, I think now we're starting to get some unique content, which is really like, exciting. We're getting characters and stories. I know. Wow. I love characters. it. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, enough of that stuff. Let's talk about the cards, right? That's what everybody wants to talk about for the most part. So we've had, oh man, how many cards is this? This is somewhere in the realm of 16 cards, I believe. So 15 or 16 cards. And that's since the last time we had a show, which was Thursday. And not too much happened over the weekend, to be honest. So a lot's happened in the last 24 hours. We had a lot, a lot of cards announced. And we had the um, the stream with Kibler, Brian Kibler and uh, Peter Whalen yesterday. Did you guys catch that stream? Mm-hmm. See it live? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. All of its <laughs> all of issues it. <laughs> a regretting and, all of it. <laughs> you know, shortcomings. But it, it was a good stream. Kibler always does. Yeah. yeah. Peter is so entertaining. Yeah. I know that a lot of people were really worried when Ben obviously left the team to go um, do his own thing. But I think Peter does a really nice job. Yeah, yeah, definitely Peter's a fun guy. I love how they started with him being a chicken and, uh, <laughs> you know, the whole pulcherizer or whatever, having to undo that. Um, so uh, that was a lot of fun. They, they, I think they announced eight cards during that stream, you know, showing some gameplay from all of them, which, uh, you know, is obviously be- really, really nice in, in terms of explaining what they do. Uh, but let's start with our first three here, which is, uh, it's not going to be an order of which they were released. It's just kind of like a general order. So we've got two priest cards here and a mage. So the first one is an Omega card. So three mana, three, four, Omega medic, rare card, battle cry. If you have 10 mana crystals, which is the Omega theme, restore 10 health to your hero. So this card is, um, pretty interesting. I mean, th- I-, I feel like this card has, has made me just kind of like, I don't know, it's almost like an aha moment with the Omega cards. Because before I was just kind of like, ah, these cards are just like so-so. Or you know, they're really either going to be you know, one-dimensional and not that in- interesting. But the fact that they're giving them bodies, that, that at least vanilla bodies, that match what a, a decent body would be at that mana cost makes it actually a decision. You know, like playing Omegas at, on a three-drop for three-four maybe against aggro is, is the right thing to do, right? And... And, um, you know, I, I think having that, that choice between late game and or still maintaining this great late game value and being to play like a cheap card that's early is a pretty cool dynamic for a card. So um, what do you guys think of this? Gora, you like this card? You think it's, it's, it's our first healing that we've had in a long time too, like a large amount of healing. I do like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Priest has had conditional large bursts of healing in the past. Um, I believe they're Cthune Disciple. I forget the exact name, had you know, something like if your Cthune has above 10 attack, gain a certain amount of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we've had that condition in the past, but this is a condition that is much easier to play with, I think, because it is simply if you have 10 mana crystals, you don't have to include any additional cards in your deck. And the fact that it is a, a nicely statted 3 mana cost minion in itself, I think would make it a pretty easy conclusion in most control priest decks. So, I like yeah. it. Gara, what's your take? Alright, first I want to start off with the card Art. I think it is the ugliest card so far. Oh my. By far. What? Okay. Like, look at this. What is this? You're Come not on, wrong. You're oh, not wrong. Okay, okay. Come on, bro. Wow, okay. What is that? That's that's a good point. All right. I don't, I'm not sure what Second of all, it's, it's a pretty decent card. Uh, obviously, it's not so good to play a spider tank without synergies right now on free, but it's like just something to jam on the board. It's extremely good 
once you reach 10 mana, it's like a very flexible freaking Reno. Uh, it's very, very good. But right now, I wouldn't be sure in what kind of deck I would want to play this card in. Um, like in the My Blast Priest, you want to play the Dragon Synergies. You probably don't have the slot for that. In um, Quest Priest, I'm not so sure I mean, if you need the healing. That's where I think I'd put it. Yeah, I think you would. I mean, I think... The quest, I, I, it depends. It depends where all this death rattle stuff ends up. But the up deck has already end. like really like the most ridiculous late game here. Like yeah. the yeah, the but quest. why not have more, man? <laughs> like, yeah, but a lot it's of these... like control priest. I think like just generic control priest is not a thing because you're like lacking the win condition. Um, but this would be like a card for that kind of archetype. So yeah, like, if, if there's a fatigue kind of priest, this this card is amazing, right? So. I wonder if we'll get to that point where there is some element of that. Doesn't look like it so far. Like right now, it's very heavy. But it's a good card. Of yeah, this is a really, really great card. If you compare it to something like Antique Healbot, you know, just even from before, it's like more heal, better body, and in the end, I think it's just cheaper. <laughs> like you know, I mean, it's it's going to be you know like a cheaper heal, you know, um, for the most part. Whenever you would use Antique Healbot, anyways, right? Uh, the maybe, big issue there, though, is. Does Priest really need this card? Warlock yeah. would love this card, oh my God. but I, you know, does yeah. Priest really need it? Yeah, um, you would, we'll definitely have to see. The next one is a Priest card too, so it's a five mana, four six body, Reckless Experimenter, Epic, Death Rattle. Min wait, Death Rattle Minion. So a lot of people I know miss like read this or miss uh, when they were looking at, at the card. They thought this was like Death Rattle colon. This is actually just Death Rattle Minions. You play cost three less. But die at the end of your turn, so you get a discount on death metal or death rattle minions. But at the end of the turn, they die. So lots of thoughts going through people's heads, you know, right? As to what ways they can, you know, try to uh, maximize the value for this. And um, I think the key thing to realize from this is that they die at the end of your turn, not when you just play them. You know, so it's not like you're. Um, you know, using play dead on them or anything like that. So uh, you still have to plan out how these these minions die, and you also lose the minions. So um, yeah, uh, Gar, your first take on this? I think they're really pushing quest priest. Quest priest has already seen play, you know, but it's probably like around like tier two point five free deck. It's probably like just too inconsistent. And with those two cards, like the Omega Medic and this guy. It's like a huge buff, like, as you said, there's a ridiculous amount of survivability for Quest Priest. And for Quest Priest, you don't care if your minions die. You play, like, Blue Tortoise and stuff. You just want to get these minions out as fast as possible. You just mm -hmm. And you resummon them with the free mana spell. And just to complete the quest as fast as possible. And with this guy, you will just complete the quest super quickly. And that's pretty good, right? Yeah. And then, I don't know, it's very scary. To, to buff a deck like Quest Priest because playing against it is not the most fun. I, I, my <laughs> personal playing experience is worse than Shadowhawk Shaman. I'd rather play against that deck than Quest Priest. <laughs> the one that just keeps healing. And then you have medics now that you can balance, because right? Because you know you will lose. It's be impossible to decks, kill Priest. <laughs> but it will last like 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also don't think that they want a large amount of quest priests running around on ladder because if you queue into each other and play oh, it correctly God. the game always ends in a draw yeah, nobody will win that's right um if you both benedictus you just have and nobody will concede it so no. you have to play no. it out that mm. sounds like no that's uh it's very that's frustrating awful yeah this card also though i think not only will it 
quest completion, but it'll help you accelerate to the board. Um, you can play this with double sore eggs, and you can mm-hmm. get five fives for free, essentially. Um, That's insane. I'm trying to think what else you could you can play with cube thing. in some way, and and you know duplicate minions on board. So I think if if this sticks, this is very scary. Yeah, I think if it sticks, it's scary. I still think it's not as good as everybody's talking about. I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's it's super good, but it's not as good because you do lose that body. You know, like there, Who cares? there's something to be said to be not. No, it doesn't well, matter. As long as you're playing minions that leave. Yeah, it doesn't matter in the case of the eggs, right? And yeah. but with cube, you know, it's it's not like you're you're like play deading and you're getting an extra set of of death rattle minions from it. But you resurrect them. Like you play, okay. <laughs> you have to free mana resurrects, but yeah, you, it's like it's insane mana cheat if you want to look at it that way. You just play on five, and then the train starts. You know, you, you keep drawing yeah. cards because Luthor doesn't stuff die. Yeah, you keep resurrecting. It's just a snowball. Plus, it's it's just got good stats. Just, yeah, oh, it's got great stats for sure. Yeah, it's going to be not the easiest thing to kill. Like, uh, I mean, it, I can see it sticking like twenty five percent. I of the like time. the idea of priest having a combo activator, and I think that this could be the combo activator. You know, you play this, stick like, a velin, and then you have a cube that you can play on the same turn as your velin, and yeah, TK potential with this card too. Maybe it doesn't just go in quest priest. It's like priest is hunter. Or uh, Master Shaw type of thing, you know. It's like once you get it down, if it sticks, then you're doing some insane things. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, this card, I think, is getting a lot of people, you know, thinking about obviously death rattle priests and in different ways to manipulate that. I, but I really uh, hope the playtest of this card. Else, it's probably better to reduce it to one mana. Just like some card that only reduces it like to the lowest cost, it being one mana. Like this could easily be just busted. I mean, you can if, just... if you play it, I mean, like on turn 10, you're potentially just dumping your entire hand, right? You like could it, dump it, your hand on five. You turn you, I mean, if you have that. like small ones, sure. Like if you have eggs and loot hoarders and, and things but like that. Freeze does mainly play yeah. cheap death rattle minions. You play the one mana death rattle, the, the mm-hmm. whatever it's called, the crystallis. You will play There's eggs, you will play loot hoarders, awesome. you will play talus. Like most, you will probably only play cheap death rattles because you can just... You know, play they your play hand. Bone Drake too. The Drake, which one? Oh yeah, the, the Bone Drake. Drake. Oh, Bone Drake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're playing Dragon Activators right now. They're playing Dragon Synergy build. Yeah, but you're but okay. Really so you're you're drawing. So like all of those cards that we're talking about there are all draws except for like an egg. So I mean, you're cycling. And then you kind of like an auctioneer your... then in a way. It's uh. It's insane. It's really, yeah, really yeah. good. It's, it, yeah. Very different angles and, and ways to look at this card. So that's that's what's pretty exciting about it and very dynamic about it. Um, I mean, because you can also high roll, right? Like if your hand is like double egg, suddenly you play this guy on five and you play double egg and suddenly you have like a f- two five fives. It's just, it's yeah. the high roll potential is insane. That, that play is the most obvious one, I think, you know, in terms of even just yeah. playing, you know, swinging tempo on the board. <laughs> But a lot of those other ones, they're just drawing for you. So you're actually not impacting tempo on the board, like except for this body. This body is so good. That's that's one of the main things. Like just the four six by itself plus yeah. whatever you get from it is uh, very very nice. Um, okay, so uh, the next thing we have here is a mage four mana spell. Unexpected results. <laughs> oh boy, I wonder what this means, guys. Unexpected results. Uh, epic and uh, summon two random two cost minions. That are improved by spell damage. Is basically yeah. All right, so 
combos here, guys? Like crazy combos you can guys can see in the future? Didn't they drop a two mana two one that's like the next spell you play has plus two spell damage that turn? Not today. They dropped that. I wonder yeah. if that works with this card. Of course. Oh, I mean, man. I mean, then that could be pretty oh, good. Man. Mm -hmm. You would get uh, six mana for two. Six mana for two four drops is. Eh, it's okay. There's some bad four drops. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. What do you think, Gar? Uh, some some pro players actually said this is like the best card mm -hmm. ever. Uh, because it's easy to upgrade, right? It's just uh, one spell damage. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like well, the... any amount of spell damage, and it'll stack. Yeah. If you have one spell damage on board, right? You have two. It's four. It's it's yeah. It's tempo wise, just insane. Uh, yeah, the word random is in it, but you will probably play this in some kind of tempo mage deck, and then you play this card, and then you have four six drops. Maybe even with Sorcerer's Apprentice, you play this for free mana or whatever, and that will be just unstoppable tempo. Playing all and the... Wild. With Dalaran Aspirant, this is sweet. Oh my god, yeah. That's true. That would be pretty sweet. I mean, are you playing all the, like, Arcane Missiles and Cinder Storms and stuff like that, too? Or, like, that that sort of tempo mage, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just... Yeah, it's too easy to upgrade it. I think that's the problem. Like, if you think about it, a four, four mana, two random two drops, that's already okay. Yeah. That's like a bad it's, call to arms. Yeah, it's a, yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. Minus one to call to arms. But if you upgrade it once, it's already insane. But when one, of the, well, when one of the cards that comes out can discount your stuff, that's really good, right? <laughs> and That's true. Yeah. You, you can rip Radiant and Sorcerers with it. Mm -hmm. You're probably already playing Sorcerer's Apprentice in the deck that you want to play this card in. It's yeah. It's a pretty solid. I can see this card being good from day one. Like people probably, are going to be yeah, running this card like crazy. Modu Glyph as well. Yeah. So that's a bu direct buff. Yeah. It's pretty insane. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Well, three pretty solid cards right off the bat. We started with, and we got a lot more that could come here. So uh, let's uh, let's kind of go on to the next three here. We've got um, a paladin uh, spell that's. Uh, the f legendary spell, actually, for a paladin. Seven mana, resurrect three friendly mechs. And I said paladin, guys. I didn't say I didn't say priest. I said paladin, resurrect three friendly mechs, and they keep any magnetic upgrades that were on them when they died. Uh, so, yeah, this feels like you know the spell stone, right, for for priest. But obviously, it has to do with mechs. But you get to keep magnetic upgrades. So, that's really good. <laughs> this is. Really, really good card. I'm trying to think of what type of paladin you would want to play it in, though. Any thoughts? Yeah, first, it's difficult to evaluate because nobody has ever played a single game of Magnetic Paladin, Mech Paladin, the new Magnetic. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it, you don't know how it feels like, yeah, how difficult it will get to get mechs out, how powerful the mechs will be, how well this fits in curve, <laughs> how the deck is built. On paper, it's just, it's crazy amount of stats. Because you, you, it's like split value. It's very good. You get like multiple bodies on board. Uh, it's kind of like an upgraded priest resurrect uh, spellstone, like you said. And you don't have to upgrade it. So it's always upgraded. All you have to do is draw this card and play this card for seven mana. So it's very, very powerful. And if you high roll, because you will probably upgrade like cheaper max. So the cheaper max 
will also be more powerful. So I think on average, you will just get really powerful max back. And this is like right after board clear. So you will have a board full of max. The opponent clears it with like whatever, defile spell power, whatever, good job for And then right after you resummon the board, I think it's going to be very, very powerful, just in theory. Pretty much all cards that historically have been able to build a board for one card have been very powerful. So I, I you know, Paladin has always been a board-centric class. I don't see how this could be bad, unless we just get some really horrible mechs, but that doesn't seem to be the trend no. so far. No, yeah, I don't see that either. And you get to, you, you're basically getting upgraded mechs too, which is like yeah. really incredible for seven minutes. Yeah, this is call to arms on steroids potentially at seven. Uh, so we'll have to see if they, we can support that to some degree leading up to this. Um, one thing to mention too, you know, we only talked about four cards, but these four cards seem to be really good for arena too. Like I, I, that's the one thing I've seen with all these cards. They seem to be good in both arena and standard. Where sometimes you know you, you get one that's good in standard because you know it requires a certain kind of combination of cards, but these are just really great value i don't know if you guys agree or not with that all of the omegas are going to be so good in arena <laughs> oh god yeah gonna be crazy so good mm-hmm. and viva pinata that's gonna be good too <laughs> yeah we say that one but we'll get that. to that yeah we say that one for the end can't wait for a crypt to get salty about some omega cards in arena <laughs> i saw a tweet about this omega one why don't we just jump to this omega one then we'll come back to the the uh grow card so we've got our warlock omega in for those that might not have um, heard, I think Peter talk about it, or I think it was Peter that was talking about it. Um, but there isn't going to be an Omega for every single class. So Druids won't have Omega, thank goodness. <laughs> they won't have a crazy Omega card. And it'll only be for certain classes. So Warlock's one of those lucky classes. They have a 5-mana, 4-5, Omega Agent, Epic, Battlecry. If you have 10 mana crystals, summon 2 copies of this minion. And again... This retains any kind of hand buffing that, that goes on inside your hand. So, you know, it gets buffed by Kelseth, whatever. You can you you cast it twice, basically. So kind of like Doppelgangster in a way. Um, but you know, you're you're gonna be casting two. What you guys think of this? In standard and I mean arena sounds great, but in standard, what, what do you guys think? Uh I start again. Uh, sure. for yeah, me, go for it. All the auto maker cuts, this looks like the weakest one. I think mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. Uh, just because also stat wise, uh, for example, co- if you compare it to the priest one, a three mana three four is much better than yeah. a five mana four five. Mm-hmm. Also, Warlock has like really good five mana plays, like Skull of the Monari, which just wins you the game. Uh, and this is not a demon. So, also, like the yeah. current Warlock list are very stacked. Like, if you look at Zoo, Even Lock, and Cube Lock, three very powerful Druid uh, Warlock archetypes. You wouldn't play this card, and it just doesn't make sense. So it 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 doesn't have a demon tribe. It doesn't have OP stats. I don't see this card being played at all. What do you think? I could see this in Zoo, but I don't know where you would put it. With the current mm-hmm. five mana slots being Doomguard and Fungalmancer, this doesn't take the spot of either of those. So it's kind of the issue of it's a very good card if it's turn ten, and if you can find a deck <laughs> that can really utilize it, but. Right. I don't know that that deck exists right now. Maybe we'll get more of a mid-range style of Warlock that isn't as board-focused as Zoo, but not quite as slow as, as like a control Warlock. Yeah. I mean, comparing this one to the Omega Agent, I mean, there's a there's a night and day. Like, if I 
sorry, not the Omega agent, the uh, Omega medic. Let's just look at the Omega medic, right? The body is so good here, right? I mean, it matches at least the three mana. Here, the five mana. What if this was a four mana card? Are we, are we talking about it's much more playable if it was a four mana card? Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, you could play that even more lock. That's insane. I mean, you're still only going to generate two, but then you'd have them leftover mana, obviously, to, to do some more stuff. So, yeah. I think that's... It's, like, easily played. If it's four, <laughs> it's tough to play It's five. So maybe they should have changed the... The stat line a little bit. The um, problem with this card is really that you only want to play it for time mana. Like, yeah, right. Always before that, bad. Five five, maybe the right, right, correct way of going about it would have been a five five instead. Um, maybe it's a little bit closer. It's basically echo. This is this is just echo, like uh, um, for the most part. Granted, uh, the the class that can do best with having a card in hand that they don't want to play until turn ten is warlock because they're going to be drawing so many additional cards. Okay, yeah. So, I don't know. Alright, we got the middle card, Lab Recruiter. Uh, this is a, another one that was, I think, um, causing a lot of discussions, a lot of, a lot of theory crafting here. Um, we've got a Rogue card that's 2 mana, 3-2 body, common, Battlecry Shuffle, 3 copies of a friendly minion into your deck. So, kind of sounds like Gang Up, but we got a body here. And uh, lots, lots of interesting things that we can do. Still don't have a cold light oracle, but we can. I think we can still do some cool things here. Cora, what do you think? Anything you can think of right away? Well, um, I mean, there's so much potential with this. <laughs> there's yeah. well, there's potential with this card, and then the the legendary spell for rogue, which is just draw the draw rest everything. of your deck. Yep. So you could you could essentially target with this card and make the rest of your deck whatever you want it to be. You know, if you just want Felderized Striders, so you can have infinite spider boards, you can yep. do that in the late game with this card and with the uh, the rogue legendary spell. So I think it's going to take some time to figure out the best way to use this, but it is just a 2-mana 3-2, which is fantastic, and it's an effect which was in the game before, and I think we have been missing a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Again, kind of dynamic where it can be used in the beginning or it could be used, you know, late game as a crazy value card. Gara, any any kind of abuses you see outside of I what Gara, uh, Cora mentioned there? It's basically Baleful Banker on Super Steroids. It does the same but better stats, and you yeah. shuffle three minions into your deck. So we don't see any Baleful Banker Rogue deck, but. Um, you definitely like above to Kingspain Rogue. I can see like a weapon like in super late game. You can go Valera, and um, you copy a weapon buff minion, and then you have every weapon buff minion that you draw. You can replay twice with Valera, so you can really make an infinite attack weapon uh, more yeah. easily. Yeah, um, the shadow cards is that's who. Oh that's scary. wow! Okay, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. I don't know if you played discard as a two-off or as a one-off, but uh, there's definitely... Yeah, you might not need two of them. Yeah, two of them might be overkill, at least in that kind of deck. But... It is, I mean, it is sort of Dead Man's Hand-esque Rogue, if yeah. Rogue ever wants to go that route. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Copy itself, yeah. That's true. So definitely. Yeah. You will see people come up with some combo decks with this for sure. Yeah, you can just fatigue someone. Right, you can copy this guy. If you play it twice, it's basically Deadman's Hand, right? You just copy himself. And then you copy him again. It's like basically two Baleful Bankers, but much easier to pull off. Because mm -hmm. you can pick up them. And then you can use them on other stuff as well. Like, okay, if you use so. them, those two, and Wildspan Slayer, you basically have also infinite removal. 
can do stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, there there are a lot of really good minions right now in in uh, Rogue, right? Uh, you know, Bossman being one of them, and yeah, but Kingspin yeah. Rogue is like the 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 most like close to fatigue Rogue what we have because that deck essentially tries to fatigue you. Because you have the weapon, yeah, like it tries to fatigue you at the same time it kills you. Like so, yeah. it, it's got an interesting dynamic that mm -hmm. way, and it heals himself. So it's it's a uh, pretty rough playing against that if you give it enough time. So does this speed it up? I don't think this speeds it up necessarily. So it? so it, it's still pretty slow that that deck. We will have like yes. quest mm -hmm. priest and kingsman rogue. So. <laughs> Can you imagine oh God, that? All day. He's gonna have a party. <laughs> oh gosh, that would be brutal. I mean, we're we're talking literally draw draw games, like those type of decks. This going infinite against value. Each other. Yeah, just like stuff. complete draw games. It's, um, it's looking like a very slow meta. Very <laughs> which, slow. Which everybody's wanting. You have Meg Paladin killing people. Hey, I, <laughs> I think it's Meg Paladin's fast. I'm not even sure. Like, given how. How much stuff we're talking about here? Okay, so okay, we're gonna get off some of the classes cards. And we're gonna get to the um, the cute common cards, or at least one of them's cute. Uh, the cute mascot of this expansion is got got to be Faithful Lumi here, which is a one mana one one mech. Battlecry, give a friendly mech plus one plus one. Uh, the text is pretty good, actually. The text is not bad at all, to be honest. It's just a good card. Yeah, I think it's just good, but. He's cute too. He's got like a light bulb head, or he's got like this blue light bulb head, or something. So, Kara, on a scale of one to ten, cute factor of this one. I'm gonna give it a nine. Nine? Okay. Yeah, so, I'm gonna give it a nine. Is it because of the lack of face? Is that why, or is the, it... the lack of face could be interpreted as somewhat creepy? But the fact okay. that it's like it's got its arms out, it looks like it's going in for a hug. I'm like, oh, okay. I too. I like it more than I like Snowflake Penguin. I think it's cuter. Yeah, yeah, it's much better than Snowflake Penguin too. Oh yeah, it actually does something, yeah. and the usefulness definitely bumps up too. Yeah. So, do you think it is something that people are going to be playing as one drops? I mean, they're not going to play. Well, they're not going to play the one drop on turn yeah. one. It's not a one drop. Yeah, is the yeah. issue. Um. I don't know. It depends on if if we get things that really interact with that mech tag if we have something like a tink master or a oh gosh what was his name tinkertown technician something like that um or something like a, a cog master which mm -hmm. you know yeah. gain abilities when there's a mech in the hand or on the um you know then maybe that would encourage you to have a mech out as early as possible and this card mm -hmm. would be the obvious choice from what we know right now um but it's not a one drop necessarily so Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it is good, though. In in Rush mech decks, I think you'll definitely see it. It feels like, you know, when Hand Paladin was supposed to be something in Gadazan, and this is, like, one of the Paladin cards for for whatever reason, it's it's hard to play these type of cards, um, you know, and have them be be effective, just because the body itself is so bad, right? And mm -hmm. it, it doesn't really have much of a presence on the board as an extra body. And, and these days, going wide seems to be the way to go with that aggressive decks. Gara, what's your take? I don't know. Like, we've seen the seven mana Paladin cards. You don't want to resurrect this guy, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, that's true. Yeah. And, like, we don't see, like, a more aggressive mech kind of deck. It feels like mech decks will be more, like, mid rangey 
from what I've seen so far. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like the uh, the the two mana mech upgradable frame bot, the two mana one five mech mm -hmm. will yeah. be like the core of the mech decks, and you want to like magnetize him, and playing that guy plus this guy is that good enough? I don't know. You two make six. your <laughs> two six for one mana. Like if you if if your like win condition is really something like the seven mana legendary, then you just will not play this guy. But in a more maybe you can play some super hyper aggressive deck, maybe like odd paladin max, and then you wanna play something like this. But yeah, other than that, you will see this a lot from packs because it's a common. Yeah, none uh, of the none of the mechs have seen crazy <laughs> aggressive to me. Like none of them are charged, right? Yeah. They're they're all. They're all and the, and the warrior one has all your max have rush rush, but it's not charged. It's still yeah, good. It's yeah, it's still good, but it's it's not the kind of tempo pressure that you know we get with uh, just some of the you know some of the decks we see right now. You know, I I haven't seen yeah. that the minions to kind of support that level of aggression. And it has bad synergy with magnetize because you want to you cannot magnetize with this guy. But you can only magnetize him. So, but yeah. it, his effect is battle cry. So you kind of need another mech as well, and then magnetize him. Well, it's, it's awkward. I mean, in a way, he's. I mean, he's kind of like a magnetize, except for he has a body instead. He, he remains as a body, right? Yeah, so but if it's... you want to magnetize him, you need another mech to get value out of the battle cry. It's probably not good enough. It's clunky. Just from the clunky is generally not good. Right, so maybe um, maybe an aggressive odd paladin with like divine favor that just wants to dump the hand really quickly. Okay, you'd probably play yeah. this. Yeah, but, play two uh, of them. a lot of it <laughs> depends on what the other mechs in the set look like. You know, we haven't seen all that many. So, I mean, if you play two of these and you get them, you know, in the first turn, I mean, you're talking about uh, what a two one and or two two and a one one one, right? So, hmm. if we get a card that transforms the paladin hero into a mech, yeah, that's. That's true. Something Vilefin cool. Inquisitor esque. All right, a different thing. They will play this card in Wild because we know there's cheap mechs in Wild. Mech Warper, Free Loomies, oh, all day. Yeah, exactly. Mech Warper is going to be an insane card nice. with all these mech mechs that we're talking about. All kinds of combos with Mech Warper. Uh, all right, moving on. We've got another uh, non class card here, five mana. It's a 2 1 body, Giggling Inventor. It's a rare card. Battlecry. Summon 2 1 2 mechs with Taunt and. Divine Shield. So. Annoyotron's back in standard. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you're, you're getting two of them. <laughs> so. Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, you're going to get three, three bodies out of this. And essentially, you know, with the Divine Shield, I mean, you're basically, you know, um, creating a, a board that takes five hits to, to get rid of, right? Um, in, in terms of minions. This sounds pretty good to me. I mean, any any kind of aggressive deck, this is like a one-card fill your... You know, it's like you were talking before, Cora, right? Any card that just fills the board for you, it's going to be good. I mean, assuming that it is just Battlecry summon two Anoyotrons, they're mm -hmm. two-mana one-twos. Um, mm -hmm. So you get two two-mana cards plus, you know, one-mana two-one. Four-five mana, so that's three cards in one. That's yeah. really good. Um I could see this in any deck that just wants stuff on the board to buff. So anything that's playing mm -hmm. Fungalmancer, I could see this. You know, obviously, my head immediately goes to um, evolve mechanics, but the only real evolve mechanics that we have left are, um, I guess, Thrall Deathseer. It's pretty much it. But you know, maybe that gives 
some incentive for Shaman to play a different style of deck. I don't know. It's obnoxious, and I'm sure people are going to hate this card. But it has so much flavor. It has so much fun. What do you think of this in an aggro, uh, Gara? Like, Odd Pally, like, throw this down and hope you get, like, a Sun, you know, Sunkeeper Terum, you know, off of your um, Stonehill. I mean, that's... No, no, I think I think Fungalmancer is just better in a tempo deck. I think this mm -hmm. is more like a defensive card. Okay. I was thinking about Big Spell Mage because you get the 2-1 body, so in late game you can play this and ping yourself and get, yeah. like, a water info. And it is, uh, you don't have good minions in the 5 mana slot, defensive-wise. Like, there's no good 5 mana minion right now in the game. Uh, so this yeah. could be good enough. Yeah. Like, late game synergy, and it's just annoying to get through. It can stop, like, big clunky minions as well. It's just annoying. Because Big Mage is playing the Keysmith, but the Keysmith is, you know, it's okay. It's not really an anti-aggro card. This card would be, I think, really good in that slot. You know what you do is you play this and you play Blood Knight like on turn eight and get nine <laughs> nine. Oh, God, <laughs> that'd be fun. Okay, well let's move on to the next three cards here, and we've got more priest cards. Just lots of priest cards recently. So we've got a two mana uh, cloning device spell. It's a common card. Discover a copy of your of a minion in your opponent's deck. So, uh, yeah, you get to discover something. It's not completely random. So it's uh, going to be a pretty high chance that you get something good if you get three chances at it. Uh, what are some elements that you see? You know, obviously we could get a shutter walk. That would be pretty cool, <laughs> you know, or, or something. You know, it's, gonna, it's a minion, so it's not, not a, you know, it's not every single card. It's just definitely minions. There's a lot of minion-centric win conditions right now. So, um, any any ones that you can think of that are generally not priests that priests would love to have? I think that's irrelevant. It's just it's. I think this card is just absolutely broken. <laughs> it's irrelevant. Like, what do you mean it's irrelevant? Like it's just get something good from your opponent. It's it, like you you're thinking too complicated. Yeah, like some getting like Grimash or whatever, Alexstrasza. I don't know. Just like good. That's high end of it, sure. right? Like high end of it's like amazing. But I, I was thinking about if they print just one cheap Deathrattle minion, Quest Priest would be so broken. And this is like a very good cheap Deathrattle minion. Like yeah, but, the, I think the mech tech is kind of like mm. yeah, cute, but I don't think this is relevant. I mean, th this is a terrible oh, card about... in aggro. This is a terrible card against aggro, right? What? Yeah, but it's... Um... It's it's only good against control, like this card, right? Wait, are we talking about the same card? Are we? Or... Are you guys on the same page right now? We're, we're oh, talking think, cloning oh, device. Oh, I, I was, I was oh. talking a bit. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I no, think no, no, no. Yeah, we must yeah, be talking about I think about he was on Dead Ringer. Oh, yeah, you're on was... Dead Ringer. Oh, okay. No, no, yeah. no. We're talking about the first one, the the spell. The spell. Okay. So, yeah. I think cloning device is quite bad. Yeah. It's... If it was discover a copy of a minion from your deck, then you open up combo potential yeah. with multiple right. radiant elemental. Right. Um, yeah. That's very good. Discover a copy of a minion from your opponent's deck. I would rather just play any two mana cost minion on that turn. Yeah. The, like 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 you said, it's it's too bad versus aggro, right? You cannot afford to to spend two mana to copy yeah. Yeah. a bad minion. Yeah, and against control priest doesn't need your opinion. Just you know, <laughs> yeah, something you would just take that. I think. <laughs> I mean, I'd just be dreaming about getting Shutterwalk or getting like I don't know, 
hadronauts yeah. or something. I don't something something crazy like that. Or, uh, but yeah, for the most part, I, I think there's too many situations. This card is just terrible. Uh, but moving on to the one that you, that is good, and, and yeah, I think you're right. Is the two mana two one mech dead ringer common card death rattle draw a death rattle minion from your deck. It's so insane. Yeah, that's just good. Very good. <laughs> it's better than loot holder. It, yeah, yeah, you could just because specific. you draw a death rattle minion again. You can just draw two of them, just spam it. It's so broken. I don't know. That seems like such a mistake. Why would you make? Just think about quest priest being tier one. That's so bad. Like if it's like a niche meme deck, that's great. There's some decks that just shouldn't be tier one. Very similar to Shadow Rock Shaman. Yeah. Like if it's a niche deck, it's cool. But in, like Shadow Rock Shaman being the best deck in the game, it's just so bad for the game. I think it's bad for the play, overall playing experience. You know, I have no issue with people always think I have no issue playing the deck myself. You know, and just win. But it's so bad for playing experience. You know. Because I enjoy the, playing Quest Priest. I don't want to play Quest Priest against other Quest Priests, and for that reason, I probably, won't, the, I probably the won't be able to... Yeah, you can't avoid that. Like that's, that's a bad condition. Imagine that's the best deck in the game, and then you face 40% Quest Priest. You play 40% Quest Priest Mirror, people will quit the game. 40% of your time is wasted, because yeah. you, will quit you literally game. gain nothing. Well, we've, we've literally better. seen it, right, happen, and it's... We've actually seen it happen in competitive environments, right? So the fact that we're creating that. we're creating more potential combinations of the, you know these type of decks running into each other is just not not good. Um, you know, we might be missing it. Maybe maybe it's not as bad as we think. <laughs> I mean, so maybe. Far. Yeah. So I, I don't think that this is something that they would have just overlooked. Like this is. We all know the Benedictus Priest is something that that everybody kind of like knows about, but just doesn't talk about very much because we don't want people doing it a ton. But <laughs> it's it's there already. You're not going to play the deck without Benedictus. Yes, that's right. You just can't. Right, and people wondering what we're talking about. It's just you can you know you can basically just keep keep healing, keep healing, keep healing, keep healing with, and Benedictus obviously trades, you know, grabs your opponents deck and then he grabs Benedict you know like there's Benedictus is like continually in the game like because of stuff like this. Yeah. Um, you you yeah. will go to turn timer before yeah, anybody exactly game. so it is a draw if you play it correctly. Right, right. And um there's a cap now too on turns, right? So that that's the main thing. Um so yeah this card you know, I, I guess just kind of summing up again, this card's good. This card's just definitely good. It, it goes well with, uh, you know, the card we talked about earlier, the Reckless Experimenter, because it cycles, and, you know, you can get a better Death Rattle card, you know, kind of just work your way up. The, but it's so crazy, you know. because this draws you a Death Rattle, like for Quest Priest, like a Death Rattle minion on two that draws you a Death Rattle minion. That's actually so insane. Because just, that's what you want. <laughs> you want to finish the quest as fast as possible. It's a targeted loot hoarder. And it has the mech tag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. All right, next card we got is Warlock. We're just talking about Priest and Warlock today. There's like nothing else, guys. <laughs> no. uh, two mana, spell, demonic, project, common. Each player transforms a random minion in their hand into a demon. Okay, so this card at least is a lot. This is pretty fun. This is kind of cool. The saving grace. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> Saving grace, potentially. Because yeah, we can seriously. Yeah, we can, you know, kill the Amaras and <laughs> we can we can transform the Benedictus and the Amaras and stuff like that. And the Shadowwalks. And the Shadowwalks and stuff. So this this one is meant to and be essentially yeah, yeah, that one too. This is meant to be the dirty rat, you know, 
Nomferatu-ish type of, of thing. You know, if somebody has a one card win condition, this is meant to just completely destroy it. Uh, and you can run two of them. So, per, you know, I, I, I like these kind of cards for sure. Um, do I like it as a spell? Hmm, I don't know. And the whole point about the demon, is there actually anything good about, you know, like maybe a warlock could abuse in terms of like changing something to a demon on their side? They're probably running demons. Transforming into a demon is strictly back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think the demon part is that that big a deal. Um, but yeah, how do you guys like this card? Compare compare it to something. Like, is it is it as good as Dirty Rat? Is it better? The, the only annoying part is like Warlock, and I feel like Warlock drew it getting like all the good cards all the time and then warrior gets some clunky seven mana minion every expansion um but like control mage gets nothing like i wish they would spread the good cards between the classes a little bit more well, dude we still uh, got like like 80 card 90 cards to say so if you look at like warlock has for example so many good board clears that you don't even play half of them because you have so many yeah but that's that's uh, two or three expansions they got right like the, these cards aren't I mean, this card's fun and cool, but this card's not at the level of some of like the ones we saw from Kobolds and Catacombs. And so, I think you will uh, definitely try to make this work in a Control Warlock. Mm -hmm. And Control Warlock is losing right now the hardest to Shadowbox Shaman. So that's like uh, another, like besides Gnome Ferrato, another way where you can just, you know, RNG your way to victory. Um, well, I don't know if I like the design of such cards because obviously it's random, right? Yeah. You might just not hit the Shadow Walk. He has it in hand and you just hit something else. Because the counterplay to it is just keep as many minions in your yeah. hand. But RNG in the end will decide if you will hit it or not. There's some skill aspect to it, obviously. But when to use it, like when you have a good read, like when he will have like, you know, very few minions in his hand. But in the end of the day, even if it's only two minions in hand, it's still a 50-50 if you win or lose the game. Because if you hit the Shadow Walk, obviously that's the win condition of the Shaman deck. And if that gets like just uh, changed into a random demon, they just lose. But you know, I don't know. The design is definitely bad. Obviously, it's bad design. Like who are we kidding? From a competitive standpoint, sure. But it's good to have such cards in the game. Else, there's no counterplay to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to have these type of cards, given the way that Hearthstone is designed. Core, you like this? I mean, I'm kind of torn on it. I'm. I'm. I like that there is counterplay to these absolute win conditions. I think there should be counterplay to these absolute win conditions. Otherwise, certain decks just have 0% matchups, which isn't the way that this game should be. But I don't know that this is the way to do it. Dirty Rat caused some really horrible games, horrible moments for players in, in big tournaments that, you know, was really not a good time. And I feel like this we could also see be potentially detrimental. It's obviously very poor. Yeah, but I, mean, yeah. I, I right. don't know. I just feel like they haven't found the right way to allow counterplay around these certain cards. And not to mention, this is Warlock-specific. Um, Dirty Rat was neutral. Dirty Rat gave at least all of the classes the chance to high-roll their way to wins against, you know, nuts decks. This is strictly for Warlock. Well, what, what's... Yeah, definitely for sure. And I think that... Maybe comparing to Dirty Rat isn't the the best thing to do, and maybe 
comparing it to Nomferatu, it might, might be a little bit better because with the Dirty Rat situation, there was a risk reward to Dirty yeah, Rat, right? A, like you could yeah, totally like, lose like games say, too if you. You could you just lose it. the game. Yeah. So this doesn't have that. I mean, obviously they can get a good demon, but like you don't see it, right? I, I'm trying to remember in the video, like in the stream. Did did they? Do you actually? You don't see the card, right? Like you don't even know. You do. Oh, you do see the card. I, I totally forgot about mm -hmm. that. I didn't actually see that on the stream. Um, oh, the fact that you see it, then, okay, that, that makes it basically equivalent to, you know, um, not known, it's not equivalent to Nomferatu in the, form, in the fact that it doesn't kill it, but you know what it is, though. So you know if you changed it or not. And that's, that's the biggest thing, right? So it would have been interesting if they didn't show it. I wonder if that would have been better because you wouldn't know if, they, if you got the Shutterwalk or not. You know, and you'd still be playing as if he still has it, right? And it shows you what changes, and it shows you what it changes. I know, in. I know. You know the demon, right? But it would have been interesting if they didn't show that. I, I, a little bit more interesting, so the player could choose just to concede or not. You know, if, if they they do do miss that, but the fact that they show it, there's, there's nothing compelling about that. Um, yeah, so nothing too, I guess, complicated about it, like complex about this card. It's just straight up there to to screw up those those one card conditions and warlock gets it which warlock didn't really need it given that it already has so many ways to win kind yeah of. but yeah it's i really prefer such card should be neutral because it will be a problem that's like you know kingspan rogue yeah every class every control deck should be have having access to like a counterplay yeah. This is why it's so weird. Look, the greatest example is Voodoo Doll, in my opinion, because it was very important to have a neutral heart removal card. We had that with BGH. Then it yeah. got re uh, yeah. nerfed, and then we had none for one year, and then they brought it back with Voodoo Doll. So it's kind of like they see that we need that, but we still have like these time periods, you know, where we have no counterplay. It's coming back with like, you know, the red rotating out. Yeah. We need something like a Dirty Red, but then we get something like that, but in a class card. It's just wrong. I mean, the issue is they are making sets so far ahead of advance that they don't exactly know what the community review will be yeah. once certain cards rotate out. They can't plan that far. So they're, we're just, it's just taking time. Yeah, I, I just can't even think of like that we are that this expansion was made like two years ago or something. I just it's weird. It's, it's yeah. crazy to think it about. It is that. crazy, you know, and I think that, you know, we they they at least allocate some space, right, to get some reactive type of cards into the expansions and maybe boot it all is like one of those cards, right? And it's just something that we, we, we needed. But you know, having to plan like months in advance, that's really that's just super difficult. And like for us to expect them to yes. be great yeah. with that. Yeah, years. Even a whole year in advance. That's just that uh, it's it's not feasible for them to get it right like uh, or at least right very consistently so um moving on we've got some more mage cards here given that you you're saying mage needs some more stuff so astromancer is a epic seven card or seven mana five five body battle cry summon a random minion with a cost equal to the number of cards in your hand so we're, we're talking about hand mage now <laughs> we have hand warlock we've got you know hand uh druid after last expansion now we're we're talking about maybe hand mage now uh yeah interesting concept do you do you find yourself wanting to hold a lot of cards as a mage gara or you know like in a position uh, where you want to the most interesting thing about this card is only that it's a seven mana card 
I think the mana, seven mana slot is really bad for most classes, and I would probably play this in a, in a big spell mage. It doesn't have the drawback spiteful summoner has, uh, but you just and it doesn't have the randomness, which is more important. Yeah, you you could be playing, you know, like you play the dragon's fire, uh, dragon's fury, and you play like flame strikes, but it, it's random which one you hit, and then it's random what kind of minion you get, and with this you can control what kind of minion. Or like mana cost you will get, yeah. which is great in my opinion. You only have like the randomness of you know what kind of minion you get. I think it's pretty good value. The best minion you can get is a nine drop because you have to play this on hand, right? And then you can only have nine cards in your hand at maximum, um, which is pretty good. It's like really good value. I think it's great to have more late game options, especially for big spell mage. Right now, it's like the only control mage archetype. I don't see this too much to be. Uh, I, I've seen people uh, theorizing about Alonef and this card. I don't think you want to play this in an Alonef deck ever. It's just too clunky. Imagine you have two of them. You just can't empty your hands. Like, I, I, I just can't see it. In the end, we will see this in an Alonef deck, but I just can't see it because you play Alonef in decks where you just want to empty your hand, right? And then this card will. You don't want to play this card and just get like two drops or whatever. Even though the value. Will not be still, too bad. It's still solid, even if you get a two drop. Hmm. I mean, it's not That's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I think, I think it might be a bit too inconsistent in all enough decks because mm -hmm. it relies so heavily on all enough, and you have one copy of it, and currently no way to search it in mage builds. Um, we've already had a little bit of like Book of Specters, Mountain Giant, yeah. Hand Mage action going on. I could see this slotting right into that deck. I think it makes yeah. pretty much perfect sense just to take the existing build and put two of this card in. Is it better though? I mean, like the weaknesses for uh, for that deck has always been early game, so it, it doesn't really help that deck get any better, in my opinion. Um, you know, just that that deck that you're talking about, the hand that hand mage mm -hmm. book, book yeah. inspector one. So there's a lot of work that I would need in the beginning, but yeah, yeah. it seems to fit really great into that. And um, you know, seven mana. You're right that there's not a lot of great seven manas, but at the same time, seven mana is like one of those turns that. Even if you get like a two job or a three job, it's still decent. You, you need more these days. Like you need to get like a at least a five drop or a six drop alongside of this this five five. You know to to do do well. And I think in a big spell mage, you generally do have that many cards. I don't think mm -hmm. you have very few cards. You know over five generally. I think when you're playing big, you're spell looking mage. to hit a six drop or an eight drop. Yeah, pretty much. exactly. So. I think this card's pretty also, solid. I think this yeah, they can put one. I also like in there. to just have options, you know, just not fill your deck with like bad nine drops and eight drops, like Alanas and Aiseras. I don't yeah. even know, Marina Fox. Just having like a, a faster late game card where which where you have the options to still play like super, super late game and be super greedy yeah, with it. Yeah. That's true. And just save cards in your hand. So it seems like a powerful card, but yeah, it's still like just to, against aggressive decks, like a very clunky card. Maybe you high roll, get the taunt minion, who knows, get yeah. the grizzly or yeah. something for the five final slot, and suddenly you win the game. All right, kind of moving over to the other mage card, and we kind of referenced this earlier. Right? It's a two mana, two one elemental celestial emissary. It's a rare card, battle cry. Your next spell this turn has spell damage plus two. So, um, yeah, that's 
you know, it's a battle cry, so it can't just be like summoned or anything like that, right? So you're going to want to play it, but spell damage plus two is really good. <laughs> like that is extremely good with things like, you know, arcane missile, frost bolt, you, you name it. I mean, it, it just make it's worth the mana that I think it's worth the body that you're giving up for, uh, you know, just comboing with the spell. So this is going to be auto add and tempo mage, Cora, do you think? Um, not in tempo mage. I, I can so. see this in, okay. like, well, unless you're talking about like like a mid range elemental mage. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking big with this. I'm thinking like AOE, not necessarily burn. Oh, Although, yeah, I guess really? I guess this would have oh, wow. big burn. Okay. Um, I was thinking face, big you know, burn like your explosive runes, yeah. all that good stuff. You know, like emissary instead of. Yeah. I mean, it does. It's one more damage than a hero power. So emissary mm -hmm. and fireball the face. That's pretty good. But I'm thinking like. I don't, in control mage, for instance, like emissary and flame strike, emissary and, and dragon's fury, and clear up bigger boards even easier. But yeah, I guess it does have aggressive implications too. Mm -hmm. Gar, what do you say, control or, or aggro more? A like card this... like this can definitely lead to some unexpected results. <laughs> okay, so no, lots of RNG cards. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, unexpected results is the four mana card. Yeah. Oh, the four mana card. card. Yeah. Quite, I got it. She's smart. Yeah, That's you got it. Joke. You got it. Okay, um, I totally missed that. One. <laughs> unfortunately, if you compare it to Thanos, it's just worse uh, for control. First, um, you are, like Thanos is a two mana one one sp uh, spell damage on all your spells. And it draws your card. It's just so much better for control, which makes me sad because control mage is my favorite archetype, and this is just too weak. Definitely, hundred percent for control mage. We will see this card definitely being played in aggro because yeah, you can play this with frostbolt missiles, whatever, and it upgrades the unexpected results card. And yeah, card fits perfectly in that kind of new aggressive tempo mage, whatever. And maybe even the elemental tech might be relevant for something. Who knows? I mean, for sure, it's terrible in the control. I don't know if that. I mean, it's definitely not as good as Thalnos. I, 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 I agree with you there. But what but if, if you, you could have if two? You could put two exactly. Thalnos. I, I would play would two. Yeah. You I don't agree. even play one Thalnos. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even play wow. Thalnos right now. I mean, it's like playing this the Zealot. Worse than Thalnos. It's like playing the Zealot in Warlock, right? Like this is kind of. I mean, it's easier well, to kill this, but Thalnos is better than this. A, and you don't it's play also it. just. Okay. It's also just a two-one. So it could be. Well, we're, not, we're not talking about playing it in the big space yeah. spell mage the second, right? It could be something different, but I'm, there's like, also yeah. like mid range elemental build playing. Yeah, you know some of those AOE spells. I don't know. Watch Kipler stream. Damn, you're positive. <laughs> Do I was something talking about it. the Blizzard combo. It's like you you play basically an eight mana Blizzard for, for two cards that is essentially a flame strike. No, it's yeah. not good. It's it's not good. For control, it's not good. You need value. Cards have to do something, especially like this card needs to be playable on two on a, as a two drop because it's a two mana card. But it's absolutely not playable on turn two. You will always ping over playing this. It's bad. But you can do seventeen, no. five and no. five with <laughs> no. I don't think, I don't think the <laughs> elemental tag is, is irrelevant. I think the yeah. elemental tag some some kind of some element to it, yeah. Could be. Yeah. Bonfire um, Elemental and yeah, all that stuff. It could be Smork. Smork. Yeah, it could be. And you, if you, even if you just run like Frostbolts and Fireballs mm -hmm. in your Elemental deck, this who knows? Yeah. You could just get this out for cheap and just hit them in the face for an additional you know two to four damage. That'd be pretty awesome. 
okay, so... Would, okay, okay. If you play the unexpected results also in big spell mage or control mage, then I can... Because you have to play the spell damage minions, then this is probably one of the better ones. Then it makes sense. Okay. But I, like... could, I could see that combo in a mid-range. Like, with... Not necessarily with Book of Spectres, but with, like, this card and with unexpected results and an elemental synergy. I think that might be okay. Because the card is just too good, the unexpected results. I, I yeah. just, I see, for me, to be honest, I just see people playing the Arcane Missiles and the Cinder Storms and stuff like that with this. I seriously do. I, I think that people... If Paladin least, is wild, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least the first few days of the expansion, I can see people running this and, and those... killing people. Yeah, that mage is always popular in the very beginning of an expansion. It, it's like been like that the last two or three expansions now. Um, okay, moving on. Paladin, we've got a secret. We've got another secret for Paladin, which, uh, you know, all you uh, secret Paladin lovers out there, uh, or at least back in the day, maybe still playing in wild. we got a one-mana auto-defense matrix common secret. When one of your minions is attacked, give it Divine Shield. So... It's kind of like noble sacrifice in a way. Um, I mean, even better if it's if it's a big minion, right? Yeah. So it's temple wise, it's great. <laughs> like, uh, but is there? Do we have room to play any secrets? I mean, would you play any secrets right now? Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, wouldn't. I don't think Paladin much. secrets have always been bad when you have to play them from hand. They're good when yeah. you get them off Hydrologist. They're good when you get them off Mysterious Challenger. I mean, like, maybe if Bellringer Sentry is Bell playable, Ringer? then okay. you would play it okay. with this card. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good card. I, I just don't think you would play it. Yeah. I can't think of... There's got to be something for this thing, right? No? I mean... I Arena, it's good. I remember I was having a, a little Twitter yeah, a Twitter conversation with Edwakta about this. Arena is definitely good, but standard. I I can't think of anything for standard. I I, I was playing actually like in some period uh, secret paladin it, because of the free mana guy. Uh, There's like this free mana bang, bill jabroni. Bell ringer sentry. <laughs> yeah. That's what she taught. Yeah. Yeah, and but honestly, f- from hydrologist, it definitely boosts hydrologist. And right now, I would play hydrologist in like an even paladin. Oh yeah. And you have a very high chance to get this from hydrologist. Definitely buff for the card, for the Hydrologist card. It's already a good card. Uh, and this is definitely better than uh, Noble Sacrifice, because you can test Noble Sacrifice by hitting face, but with this, this only proxy if you hit the minion. And obviously, like you said, it's only worse than Noble Sacrifice if you hit a 1-1 minion. Right. Only that, because yes. then you deal take one less damage. But in all other cases, this is better. So it's, it's so hard to make 1-mana secrets, because you can't make anything too powerful for one mana. Yeah. This uh, is, so this is really like a cap in power level for one mana, I feel like. Yeah. I think it'll fit right into the deck in wild. Yeah, in wild, I think it'll be Mysterious challenger builds. I think it's going to be sweet. Oh, damn, son. Yeah. It's really good. Incredible, right? Like, it, it's, it'll, be, it'll be fun to even, you know, be playing the deck and have to, like, navigate you wanting this to proc on the right thing, too. That was, was, all, that was what was always kind of fun about Mysterious Challenger decks is just that... You know, it's like you had to be careful about what what comes on the board, and you know what you actually get, you know, uh, like redemption on, and all that stuff, right? So I think this is another one of those cards that just makes it really hard to play around, and um, it's fun. That's only one thing fun about Hearthstone. So good, 
definitely a good uh, solid card, at least in those formats. Um, all right, moving on to the last few cards we got here. Uh, whoops, not that one yet. Uh, we've got these two first, which are okay. One came out today, which is the Xerix one, and then we got Weaponized Pinata, which is I, I, this should be the mascot of the entire. entire I just expansion. love it so much. This thing's amazing. It's four mana, four three mech, Weaponized Pinata. It's epic. De Death Rattle. Add a random legendary minion to your hand. So it's got that fun element to it too. Just a lot of people love this type of thing, and. Uh, it's a pinata, guys. I mean, it's got a pinata with like guns and stuff on it. I mean, how how awesome is this? This is beautiful. Cora, so fun. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think you will ever see it played in standard, but I could be wrong. You know, it is a mech. That's important. Um, I said it was somewhat similar to Piloted Shredder. You said. Oh. I think cut uh, out there for a second. From, yeah, shifting shade, shifting shade. Yeah, shifting shade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it, it definitely has aspects of those cards, and it's it's a yeah. super fun thematic card, which will be phenomenal in arena. Absolutely fantastic. The ability mm -hmm. to get powerful cards that you can't normally draft is amazing. In standard, though, looking at the stat line, it's not enough. Yeah, agreed. Like this, this is kind of like the kind of card they they used to make all the time, right? Like it four expansions ago, three expansions ago, and uh, but the power level now, this just doesn't really cut it. And there's more bad legendaries now. Like, Gara, you were mentioning, you know, 1-1s one and stuff like that than there have ever been before. But I guess you get it in your hand. So, um, yeah, this, this card is just more fun than anything else. Can you see playing this Gara in anything? It, it, you know, it Only like, class if, if, if it would see any plays, definitely like in uh, Benedictus Priest. Yeah. yeah. Just, because on five you would play the five drop and this for one mana, and then you get a random legendary. The mech tech might be relevant for whatever. Mm -hmm. um, the artwork is obviously the best thing. There's so much that goes into this artwork because it's also like a cup of pride pinata at the same time. <laughs> and everyone He's was spamming inclusive. Fortnite. I don't know if you play I Fortnite. Don't I don't play Fortnite, but apparently this card is in some shape or form also in Fortnite. It's it's well, not. It's it's it, like it, everybody it's... forgot that Viva Pinata was a decade before Fortnite came out. Yeah, right. yeah. But yeah. for those of you wondering I why... That's why everyone's spamming Fortnite. It's because yeah. there's a pinata in Fortnite. Like, when they drop... Drops in Fortnite are these pinatas that have stuff in it. So that's what I was wondering. <laughs> that's what I, messaged, I like replied to one of Saddle's tweets. I was like, I wonder how... Because he, he tweeted something about Fortnite. And I was like, I wonder how many people don't know what this tweet is about. And <laughs> nowadays, with Fortnite being so popular... A um, pinata with weapons. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, uh, just at least artwork is awesome. amazing, awesome. Uh, all right, next thing we've got here is Zarek's Cloning Gallery. Even I, I like the artwork too for this one. This one's pretty cool. Um, so it's a legendary spell for this is this is the legendary spell for priest. Summon a one-one copy of each minion in your deck. So. Um, you know, obviously you could have more than seven minions, you know, in your deck. Like if you had an empty board, you could have more than that. And if you have more than that, it's obviously it's only going to pick the seven that, you know, just randomly, right? Uh, whichever ones work. But I think for the most part, you you probably won't have seven minions in your deck. So um, this is one where it's like really good to have a deck tracker involved with it so you can see how many cards that you're probably going to get from this nine mana. 
But uh, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, Death Rattle Minions, I could see that being good, but I, I uh, you know, this thing, this thing literally came out like about an hour or two ago, so I'm, just, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. It's Super Barnes. Super Barnes? I think it's, it's Super, Super Barnes. Barnes. Oh, yeah. That sums it up pretty well. It's nine uh, mana, though. That's a lot, though. Yeah, so I'm, because then it has like a lot of draw. So first of all, you can... Shadow Visions, this guy, because yeah, it's a spell, right? Mm -hmm. And Super Barnes, it's perfect description. You will have Radiant Elementals, Maligos, Prophet Wellens, Talnos, kind of shenanigans in your deck. And then you will just have like Smites and Mind Blasts. And if you summon Radiant Elementals with this, you can just empty your hand. Like if you play Mind Blast and Smites, you can play your hand for one mana and just kill your opponent. And you can do some maths if you get like. Maligos and Velen and Talnos, that's that's lethal. That's a really good point. If you have a Radiant in hand, you drop the Radiant, play this for eight, and then everything by two, Mind Blasts are free, your Smites are free. Dead. Yeah, it would, you have to have those in your hand already, right? This only, yeah, yeah you'd have to draw all you, those first. That's why it's even so if you weird. just yeah. get one Radiant, it's still good Yeah, though. yeah. I guess the nine mana doesn't really matter. That but but much the thing then. is, yeah. with the deck, you don't mind if the what if you if they die, right? You want them to die because you have the 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 resummon thingy that just summons like uh, two copies with like one one copies, and then you can kill them as well. This so, yeah. The only problem it's it's definitely high road because if you draw all your minions, it's really bad. Like if you draw Valen and. Maligos, it's always bad with that type of deck. But you, if you draw the cheap minions, it's not such a problem. Somebody asked in chat, do you know this card triggers Pyromancer? It would have used to. I don't believe yeah, it will now. I don't think so either. It, but it, it would have before, which would be It's a very expensive hilarious. Pyromancer. It would have been... Yeah, they, yeah for, forget they, end of turn Reckless Experimenter. I'm killing them now <laughs> if they're a death rattle. Um, that would have been funny. This will be a lot of fun and wild in Nizoth decks as well. I'm not sure if this can bring Big Priest back because it's definitely good for Big Priest. That's what I'm wondering. Like, if you hit this on Obsidian Statues, on, well, Yasharaj is gone, but Obsidian Statues, Lich King, Ysera, Lich King. Yeah, you want those cards. That's insane. But you know, like, even if, let's just say Yasharaj is still around, right? Like, there's no room on the board, though, for at least something like that. All the card drawing ones are, yeah, those are great. Um, the crazy thing, they die and then you resummon them if the spells don't. Just get yeah. four full power dudes back. But you will always That's get true. this card because like, you don't run any bad minions in that deck, right? Like that, that big priest yeah. used to all be good minions, so. You don't even and run then, arms anymore. There's no miss in the deck. Yeah, so you can only, it's a, un, it's a unique minions, right? So there wasn't that many unique minions in the big priest, though. There was probably like five or six. I mean, you relied on things like. Um, the the six mana that that summons right like a five five version of whatever uh, is is this only unique minions though can you only get one copy of radiant elemental for instance or can you get two technically there are two radiant elementals in your deck I think you only get one I mean it it, it sounds like it's only unique summon a one one copy of each minion in your deck well maybe not I don't know uh, I mean we, we wouldn't say each minion right it would say summon a one one copy of a minion in your deck, I think, if it if it was mm -hmm. not unique. 
I don't think they would have but used. If you think about it, I don't this know. This is so good. Yeah. <laughs> if you play, oh, this, it's not unique. It's... People are saying it's not unique. Oh, they okay, summoned so... two pinatas in the video. Oh, okay. Ooh, see, well, that. Okay, I didn't see the. I mean, the video. Now they will comment if you're not yeah. good informed. Yeah, but that, cool. this this card came out like literally while we were setting up for the show, dude. So like we didn't yes, see this. Yes, top notch informed. Yeah, I mean, okay, whatever, man. Uh, but okay. I feel like so, this card. So it's not play... unique. Okay, if it's not unique, then this card is really good. <laughs> like crazy good. Uh, it's crazy good. The problem is it's a nine mana card, so it, there's yeah. a lot of time that or a lot of cards will be drawn before you get to play this card, and then yeah. it depends on how many minions you will have left in your deck. It's like an issue with let's say like uh, Big Druid or whatever. That like Okart is insane, but there's like a lot of turns where you can just draw all the yeah. minions that you kind of want to pull out of your deck. And if you let's say only play like seven or eight minions, let's say the combo priest with Well and Maligos, whatever, you can draw a bunch of these minions before you get to play this card. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how consistent this will be, but this can summon seven minions on the board. Like if you can get to play like Obsidian statues and whatever. It doesn't matter. If you get to play this card, it's so powerful if you have minions. If you can summon yeah. any seven, it's so insane. I think the big thing is I can see this in so many decks. I can yeah. see this going well in board-based decks. I can see uh, you, we, you cut out that last part there. It seems very strong. Yeah. What, oh. what type of decks are the 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 board, that kind of... Board-based decks, LTK yeah. builds. I can see it okay. a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty... Yeah, definitely an exciting card if you can get to it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if like early game, um, you know, early game priests can actually survive this type of thing. That's always been the issue, but it looks like they're getting tools to be able to get to this point. So, big priests. I know a lot of people are fans of big priests just because it never really felt that skill intensive. But I I used to like it though, so I'm excited about this card. Let's see what kind of how many lich kings I can I can get up. Uh, by using uh, the the priest cards. All right, last but not least, guys, you know who we saved. You know who we saved. All right, we saved Doctor Boom here, which is a hero card for warriors. This is the the hero card of the set, and um, it is Doctor Boom himself, Mad Genius. It's legendary, seven mana warrior, seven armor uh, instead of five. So you know, good theme. Thumbs up on the theme there. Battle cry for the rest of the game. Your mechs have rush, but also, you know, of course, your hero power changes too, and it changes to a big red button, <laughs> which basically means you have five different hero powers that you can get. And each time you, you use the hero power, it changes to a different one. Uh, and that, that's where it's like, so first of all, let's talk about the, the rush thing, and then we'll get to the hero power. So all mechs have rush, which is uh, pretty insane. You know, like all, all of a sudden, everything in your deck just got given the rush uh, mechanic, which adds a lot of value to any card. So, um, you know, thoughts on this? I mean, is this going to make Warrior viable again? Make Warrior good again, right? That's what everybody's always wondering. Oh, okay, I start. Oh, sure. I let Cora think because uh, I was bringing like Back Warrior to the last two or three tournaments. It was like one of my, my best decks. And oh, the first thing that came to my mind is you can play this in Odd Back Warrior. It's a it's a powerful card, like okay. insane value. Yeah. All these hero powers are good. There's a lot of RNG to it. But when you think about it, like you can get very unlucky. You know, you if you have like a control value based match and 
like one of the hero powers is discover a mech, which is probably like the best one in a value mirror. Yeah. And if you keep getting like deal one damage, AOE damage to the opponent's board, which is completely useless against other control decks, and you keep getting that hero power, you can just get absolutely destroyed by RNG. But on average, like all these uh, hero powers are just very good. So it's like RNG with only good hero powers. We can't get um, two in a row. You can't get the same hero power twice in a row. Oh, I don't believe. okay, that's good. Yeah, but you can get like let's say you know, I don't know, like uh, what what is it? I mean, there's a like lot of good ones. Or... I mean, we can just get to that. So one of them is micro. It... Yeah, go ahead. Does it cycle through, or could it go from delivery drop directly back random. to delivery? It can go drop. back. It just can't get the same okay. one twice in a row. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't good. go in a, a sequence. It just that's definitely yeah. good. So it's unlikely that you actually get a hero power you don't want multiple times in like yeah. over two turns right um they're all good though so it will definitely see play like a little bit sketchy was uh, the only reason this one gives you seven armor is because of the memes so it makes you a little bit worried about like the competitive aspect like game balance it's literally the only reason this one gives you seven armor because it's a seven minus seven armor well i think it's i think it's also fine that it gives additional <laughs> armor because the other heroes do something immediately um you know they affect the board in some yeah. way or they equip a, you know the garrosh equips a weapon which you can then use to you know cut down the board dr boom doesn't do anything like that so you know two additional armor immediately is i think necessary just to stay alive maybe not even yeah. good enough it's good too i think an extra two armors is kind of it's a big deal good, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, on turn ten, you can actually play a few cards too. There's a lot of cheap mechs right now, so yeah. um, you know, being able to to stay alive on that turn, I think, is is huge. Uh, but let's go through the hero powers because some of them are value based, some of them are removal based. I mean, they're they're generally really good. So we got micro squad squad, which is summon three one one microbots. Uh, zap cannon, which is deal three damage, so it's like a, a frostbolt. Blast shield gains seven armor. <laughs> Uh, kaboom deal one damage to all enemies and then finally delivery drone discover a mech you know that's the one that uh, gara was talking about so these are all great man <laughs> these are you know like you can't choose the one you need in, in that certain moment so that's kind of a bummer but you know like the the days of hero powering and that actually being a, a not optimal way of using your your mana uh, that's not the case here <laughs> these are definitely good uses of your mana I'm kind of hopeful that we're going to get a warrior minion that has, you know, battle cry, select your Dr. Boom hero power turn or something like that. Oh, I, I am okay. hopeful that we're going to get a. You think so? Wow. I hope so. Wow. I, I don't know if that would that be too powerful. Would. I don't know. That could be good. I mean, it would have to be one of those things while it's living, you can do it, right? So they can remove it the next turn. But yes, that yeah, that could be pretty decent i mean i'm wondering what it would be I, seven armor like maybe a couple of times or summon three microbots a few times that's mm -hmm. you know like discovering a mech i mean i don't know about that as much as like that three mana thing is i mean that three summon three thing is pretty amazing so it would have to be a small minion that doesn't do much immediately so it, mm -hmm. maybe it would just be too bad but i don't know any way to manipulate this would be yeah like, the more I think about this card, the more broken it just looks to me. It's so good. Like, because it makes you also your hero power better. Like, like your mechs yeah. have rush for the rest of the game. So the, the mech you discover will also have rush by default. 
it's mm. it's just like discovering a super mech. It's and also like the one one boom bots or mech bots or mm. whatever you summon they also have rush. It's just and then you activate execute or whatever. It's it just seems so strong because it's you can get it out on curve as well on seven because you get mm. seven armor. It's so much armor. Plus warrior and, already has rush manipulation that. Mm -hmm. Use. They've got the woodcutter's axe. They've got the town crier, for God's sake, right. which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I you probably think... play this in every warrior deck where yeah. you can put it in. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about that. I mean, you, you, have, you have to play Max. Not in even warrior, yeah. I'll call. Yeah, I mean, I think Garrosh is still fantastic. I think there are still certainly decks you're going to see Garrosh, but it's nice Maybe to have more. the option. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean. I think this card's great. I, I think this will be, you know, we, we've definitely had the the rush elements from the last expansion, Witchwood, and but I don't think we've actually seen rush enough to to completely like, um, you know, like to, dude, to completely know how how so effective it is. You know, like you know how crazy it is that you can like yeah. um, hang up for seven armor if when you get that you press the button you get seven armor. yeah the seven armor is crazy that's why i think it's like <laughs> i think so that crazy, one's the dude. most insane one to be honest just on command. well just like just do that and play yip i mean you're almost you're guaranteed something good right like mm. you don't even have to have armor for that to to be good so uh i, I think given that uh, some things have been armor centric is still armor centric with with warrior they they didn't need something like that um uh, but you know the the zap cannon, you know that might not be good for them. Uh, I, I think the kaboom thing is definitely not something that you want. But you can go face; it's still good though. Oh, the kaboom's not good. The kaboom, I mean, it's just like your your normal hero power. From, it's just a whirlwind. Yeah, it's but not, I mean that's yeah. that's, that's the, the upgraded hero power for Garrosh. That's still fine. Yeah. So, but the, the thing the good, is that you can't get the same one twice. So makes it like you have one yeah. bad outcome. Pretty yeah, much. the good thing is that it's just not random completely. The good thing is that it actually swaps, so you you know what it is, right? When you're when you're about to press it, so mm -hmm. that that's the good thing. If it was just completely RNG, then that would that would totally suck. No, oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah, no. that would be really awful. Uh, so uh, that so comparing this to Hagatha, you think this is, I don't know, design wise, which one do you like better, Hagatha or Doctor Boom? Given that these are the two that they've uh, recently added. I personally like this one more, definitely. This one actually has less random aspects than yeah. Hagatha does. Yeah. Um, but I think Hagatha's better against it. So it just depends on how how anti-aggro warrior is going to want to be, I guess, versus yeah. whether we'll get a proactive warrior type. Well, warrior needs it, man. I was looking at I was going to show maybe the popularity of, of warrior this week, but I didn't get a chance to... To get that graphic in time, given that we, we were already running super long, too. I knew we had a lot of cards to talk about, but Warrior's down to 2.88% on ancientsreplay.net, popularity-wise. That is, like, all like the, definitely Witchwood all-time low like for, for any class. So nobody is playing Warrior right now in, in our stats. It's That's sad. That's really, really sad, man. Like, I, I hate seeing that. So do, they, they needed Dr. Boom, and Dr. Boom being good is completely fine with me. <laughs> Like I want to, I want to see at least a, a rise back in terms of, of warriors. 
Uh, okay, well, uh, you know, we're, maybe we'll have time for one question before we do. I want to quickly thank our patrons, as we always do. These are the folks that support our, our show and are amazing and, uh, you know, continue to, to take part in our page, Patreon, which you can go to patreon.com slash value town and make a pledge today. A uh, big shout out to our, our legendary producer, Mike T, and other patrons, Bryce L., Dave C., Alex F., Bruce W., Michael O., Graham S., Michael S., Richard G., Chris C., not me. Michael V and Zach M. Thanks so much, guys. You guys are amazing. Uh, one thing I did want to mention before I forget, I, I seem to always, I forgot on Thursday too, but um, we are getting an ac- uh, an actual uh, card reveal. Not Value Town specifically, but hsreplay.net and Streamer Showdown uh, will have a joint card reveal on uh, Tuesday. So Tuesday at 12 p.m. P- uh, Pacific, you can uh, definitely keep a keep a lookout for uh, the video that's going to be on uh, the Shaman V channel. And there will also be an article on hsreplay.net really uh, showing showing the card and discussing some stats that we might think is uh, kind of similar to, you know, or some ways of, of, you know, looking at it, different ways of looking at the card. So keep a lookout on that. And, you know, it's really exciting that we get a chance to do it. It's hsreplay.net's first card reveal too, so... A streamer showdown's first one too, so we're both first. It's really cool. Uh, question: So Ahmed N has a for Q and A. Will having a known streamer player as casters improve HCT events viewership and enjoyment? And why don't we have some of the eliminated players in the tournament cast like the old days? It's a good question for Cora, given that Cora is one of our amazing HCT casters. So. Not that you're not doing a great job, Cora, but <laughs> I think he's asking if, you know, just having obviously more popular influencers might raise the viewership. What do you guys um, think? So that, that's the way that it used to be, yeah, right? That's, for sure. that's how Hearthstone casting predominantly used to be before 26. Really geared away from that and wanted to go dedicated broadcasters instead of player casters. Um, I think that because the production has leveled up so much in the last couple of years that they really want to stick with having those dedicated broadcasters who know how to work with the production team, who know um, how to do the job exceptionally well. Um, whereas with players, you know, sometimes you can't control everything that they're going to say. You know, they, they don't know the format of the tournament as well from behind the scenes. And there's just a lot of question marks with player casters. Yeah, the audience would probably enjoy seeing it, but I think the audience enjoys having familiarity with the casters and and um, really learning their caster styles. I feel like a lot of the time casters nowadays are you know influencers as well. Um, so mm-hmm. I I don't know that it would necessarily improve the experience for the audience, and I know that it would not experience for the production team. Yeah, yeah, which is why they probably will not do it. Okay. Hmm, that's a that, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I mean, there is this like balance between. I mean, there are some streamers and influencers that just wouldn't be good, right? On the de- you know, definitely compared to the the level of uh, you know casting professionalism these days, it just they just wouldn't be able to match that. But at the same time, there's definitely the element of having somebody popular, you know, that people would you know there there would be more viewers, you know, like wh- whether the production is yeah. actually better or not, you can make an argument for, but. There would be more viewers, and um, you know, me and Gar, like I, th- I feel like we talk about this like every single time that like an event's on, on air. You know, we're always wondering, you know, just where all the viewers are, and you know, like how how could it be better? Um, because, you, you know, like I don't know if we're going to see that. Like I, you know, I, I'm not even sure. 
like Blizzard cares about viewership, but do they really care that much about viewership more so than what the product looks, you know, what the product is? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yes. The short answer is yes. Obviously yeah. they care about viewership because Hearthstone was never intended to be an esports. The large reason why it is an esport today is because of all the viewership. So yeah. you, know, you look at the tournaments overall and see that viewership find over time and you start to wonder, is this all worth it? So you want to have the best production, you want to have the most professional casting team, but you also want to maintain viewership and they, they very much care about what the audience wants. I mean, the reason that we have so few breaks now in tournaments is because viewership declines rapidly right. when we ever go to a commercial. Um, so they're, they're working very hard to try to combat that viewership loss. Um, it, it's, it's any number of, of issues. How do you think we solve it then? Like, that's just one idea, right? Because, but the yeah. lower, the viewership's low. Let's just, you know, I mean, uh, we've had some events that had like, you know, 5,000, right? People watching it as low as that, mm -hmm. like in the, in the last couple months. We've had as high as also like 20,000 too. So it, it does depend on maybe, you know, where it is and, and, and when it is. But, um, you know, yes. I, I still think it's low regardless of what it is. And I, I find it hard to imagine that Blizzard doesn't think it's low. So we got to do something, Obviously. right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, time zone matters a lot, which is why you get playoffs in three different time zones, yeah. which is hell for the casters. Yeah, but you know, really they hard. make it happen because you want everybody to be able to watch the show. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's also a reason why they're starting to professional players who want to pursue casting, which is why you're seeing, you know, Mr. J, for instance. Yeah, um, he casts at DreamHack Austin. He's a very talented player, but also has pretty good public speaking ability so they're they're wanting these players that are well liked by the audience who can transition into casters sometimes to be able to do so so it's it's not that we don't want players to cast it's that we don't want to just rip any you know anybody out of the audience who may have gotten knocked out of the earlier to have them come on up it's difficult for the the desk hosts and the established casters to work with those people when they don't have a rapport with them when you don't know what to expect from them um, whereas when you mm -hmm. get those players as purely casters, then it's a different story. So yes, I think players will be moving into casting, but it's it's never going to be eliminated players who are playing in a tournament, pulling them up at a desk, you know, unless it's like a DreamHack event, for instance. At DreamHack, we've done that a couple of times here and there, and it's really fun. It's a good time, but that's there's a time and place for it, and I don't think the HCT stage is the time or place. But you, but you still think that trying to get players that I guess have had some attention, you know, like Dr. J, for instance, right? There was last year, yes. obviously, Dr. J got a, a lot more attention, or at least he came on the scene really last year mm -hmm. because of how well he did at uh, the H yeah Bahamas. Yeah, Bahamas. So, uh, but that's you think that's the approach, basically? You know, it's going to take some time, clearly, because like there's yeah. not that many high-profile players that even could do that. Not to mention just are even in in the um the tour right now like i'm talking about like when i say high profile i mean like somebody that that if they were streaming they would get like thousands of people right um, yeah i mean there's there's just a lot of players a lot of players just don't want to cast and yeah. that's totally fine but also if you look at hct the way it is right now it's been the six guys casting every event for the last two years and i don't see that changing unless you know, you know, TJ is going to have a son very soon. Um, yeah. you know, unless Kibler and Natalie want to start a family, somebody retires, that sort of thing. 
I don't know when or if that will happen anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't see those six breaking up because they've established such a camaraderie with each other. You have the dedicated caster pairs. Yeah. Um, and it's very difficult to see those people working with anybody else in that setting at yeah. the very least. No, I mean, you guys do a great job. It's not th- that you, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong from the standpoint of that. It's just that I think there needs to do something. We got to do something. I mean, I don't know what it is. Gara, it's, you have any ideas? Like, what can we do to raise viewership of these tournaments? Like, first of all, like regarding the HCT casting thing, I think it's not professional enough. It just doesn't feel professional enough in that kind of setting to to bring in like uh, players after they okay, drop sure. out of the tournament or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like there's tournaments where it just fits well. Seed Story Cup Please is are. a perfect example, just mm-hmm. because of the environment, right? Just people are there everywhere, just bring them on, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. that, yeah, Dream Hacks as well. Like if it just fits right, uh, I think it's great what what they're what 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 we are what we are. <laughs> I count myself as part of the community. Uh, uh, what we're doing with like Dr. J, like look who has like a player background and has like public speaking abilities. I think Dr. J is a great caster and just mix it in between, you know, like X, like Nims for example, like just people that were used to be players to just get into casting, I guess more like that, just having them as casters, you know, yeah. just some random people. It's just not professional enough, right? Back in the days, we used to do that just because, you know, we got started. But if you compare it to other esports, it's just, it would look a bit silly, right? I don't know. Maybe it, it's just my, uh, I wouldn't care personally, but it just doesn't look so professional, right? Um, what can we do to raise <laughs> Yeah, Like you said, people want to see the famous players, the known I, players, the names. I, I have an idea. And if, after, after, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to go ahead. No, no, if you have an idea, let's, yeah. let's go. So I have an idea. Like, I mean, it, it's not something that's that, that, you know, that hasn't been done. You know, I, like here's an example, like, and I'll throw out like a, just a specific example with me. It's just that, you know, we've done streamer showdowns to lead into like Geico events and it, it's helped, you know, it's definitely helped the Geico broadcasts, uh, you know, just for the, those, uh, you know, the tournaments that they do right at the PAXs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we could do that for HCT too. Like you could do an invitational or you could do something, you know, with some of the streamers that are actually at home. I mean, they're not doing anything either. Right. And they don't have to be on site or anything like that. And then just kind of help lead into, um, the HCT events a bit more just to get more viewership on it. You know, I, I still think there's a lot of people that don't even know about it, which is still kind of crazy. Yeah, so well, then that that comes down to yeah. little things like put it in the launcher, put it that's, in the yeah, game like they do with old. Yeah, put dude, it in the game totally. so that you can't physically open up the game with right. seeing an announcement that this is happening right now with yeah. a link directly to the stream that yep. opens it up for you. Like that that's too. that's that's marketing. That's things outside of the production that you can do to draw t- people to the stream. Yeah. Putting in the launcher and putting in the client would be, you know, obviously probably the biggest things you could do because that way you would know 100% that everybody playing the game knows that this exists, knows that HTT exists and and can watch it just at the click of a button, right? And uh, so, yeah, I, I agree. I, uh, another thing is if, if, public, uh, if famous people are raising viewership, which they do, just you have to increase the incentive. I can tell you, like, People like Colento will not fly out to 3K first place uh, HCT tour stops. It's just not happening. And like, if this is one way to increase the viewership, then you just have to do something. You yeah. know, fly them out, invite them, whatever. 
Uh, another thing is right now we have too many HCT tour stops. I think they have to cut it down somehow. It's just too many. It's like tournament. tournament I still stuff. don't think that's the main issue though. I mean, I think it, that it, there are too many. There are too many, but I still don't think that's one of the big issues. Just given that what we've seen, even with the top ones, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like if you look at Overwatch League, it's basically happening all the time. <laughs> And, the viewership and it's been bad like too. It's been bad because uh, I think it's been lower because, like, say versus you know Fortnite tournament, the the big Fortnite tournament that happened, or League of Legends 2017, or you know LCS 2017, like there's there's a list of it, right? And the Overwatch League semis was like eighth, eighth or ninth in that in the list of those things. It's good number. It's still over like 100, 130, 140 thousand. But it's not as high because I think there's just too many matches. Um, I mean, I, I personally yeah. didn't watch any of them. Yeah, and I, I, I love Overwatch. I <laughs> am a huge fan. Yeah. But it's just very difficult to keep track of what matches actually matter because mm -hmm. they're yep. doing four days of broadcasts per week. Yeah. And it seems like this league has been going on for so so long now yeah that i just i don't even know what's going on anymore like I, I, the finals is coming up the barclay center yeah. i guess and i'll i'm sure that i'll watch that but yeah a lot of know, people the will semis watch and the playoff finals right. yeah just too much i mean this happens it's, it's in every, on a lot of things right this happens in you know like traditional sports like baseball right i, I never watched baseball during the season but when the world series is on you know or the playoffs are happening i'll actually go and watch it you know because then then there's there's something at stake. You know you know you know these games have like like meaning to them immediately. The thing about that though is viewership for Twitch is so public. Yeah. Everybody can see everybody that is watching at that time. When you're a basketball game, you don't know what you don't know what the numbers are for that night. You know, a random Tuesday during the week, like you have no idea. Yeah. That's what fantasy basketball is for, though, <laughs> right? So keeps those boring games interesting. Maybe that's the maybe that's the how we fix it. We need some fantasy Hearthstone, and and then people will will be watching everything every week. No, but anyways, some ideas throughout there. I think that you know to keep trying to come up with ideas to get more more uh, eyes on it. I think it's good because again, like I think the the product, at least what you guys do. I, I don't think I don't know how much better we can actually get, you know, with the synergy that the casters have right now. So um, it's got to be all the other stuff that we we figure out. All right, well, guys, going to wrap up. Uh, Cora, it's been amazing time, you know, like having you on again. It's always a pleasure getting a chance to talk cards with you. Where are you going to be next, by the way? Like, I know you're not doing HGG, but what's what's the next thing for you? Um, I have something coming up early next month, and then something else later next month. One of those okay. things is Hearthstone related. One of them is not. Neither of them have. So uh, I'm I'm keeping busy. Okay, good. But I know you've been doing some Pokemon stuff too, which is really yeah, cool. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's nothing that I can announce just yet. Yeah, cool. But um, no, so hopefully no soon. Or no leaks. No leaks. <laughs> yeah. But um, any shout-outs you want to do before you take off? Uh, gosh. I guess shout out to shout out to Gara. who's gonna win Seed Story Cup yeah. this weekend. It's gonna be a good time. I'm excited to watch that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just thank you guys again for letting me come on. It was a bit last minute, but it, yeah, you know, I really enjoy it. it I'm not podcasting much these days, but uh, it's always really nice to get back to my roots a little bit. So I appreciate it. Yep. Uh, Gara, how about you? Um, I'm happy the day is over. It was super stressful. I was streaming eight hours and doing this. Yeah. Now it's midnight. In between, I rush to the gym for half an hour, and I have to get packing. Like as soon as I wake up, I drive to Seed Story Cup, and I'm gonna do one or two practice matches again uh, against Rivegro right after this. 
so I'm very busy and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Seatsurf Cup is always so much fun. And I will not be playing on the first day, which is super cool. Like I play on Friday. So Tuesday, uh, first day I will just be enjoying watching the games, casting hopefully. That's so every, fun. Those are the best. Every things. game, like every match will be entertaining to watch because it's always like two known players playing against each other against each other so it's super super cool that's another reason um, why sea story does so well it's because they always and it's tournament yeah, of the year exactly and the coolest part is this is like kind of like the downtime before the new expansion and then having like a very cool event just a lot of fun is it's awesome i mean in the, past, in the past sea story was timed i felt like right after the expansion came out right like versus oh right yeah before. yeah we, we made yeah. we basically brought q block the very first q block yeah 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 i remember that and like 601 before spiteful decks was hilarious. Yeah. Nikora asks, uh, what, what decks are you bringing? Oh, I'm bringing very cool decks. I'm playing uh, <laughs> Quest Rogue. <laughs> Quest Rogue Shadow yeah, Rogue Shaman. Right, right, yeah, cool. yeah, super greedy lineup. Yeah, Quest yeah, Rogue yeah. Shadow Rogue Shaman, Q Block, and Big Druid. Big Ooh. Druid, yo. Okay. Yeah, dude, that's I awesome. I like it. I like Big it's Druid. That's super fun. cool. That's super fun. I basically, you have to learn Quest Rogue during the event. So yeah. It's going to work out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck, man. Exactly. Good luck. Get Terrain. <laughs> go, go hook up with Terrain. I'm already talking about killing. He's yeah, kill, killing too. Yeah. Killing he knows what he's doing. Dig her up. Uh, I'm playing yeah, his deck, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, round these out. Thanks uh, to you guys for doing it, everybody for tuning in. I know it was kind of, again, like it wasn't on a regular day and other things were going on too at the same time. So thanks everybody for tuning in and being awesome Twitch chat. Uh, you can find the show tonight on uh, youtube.com slash chamav and youtube.com slash hsreplay.net net uh both of those will will have the vods up there you can find it on audio on itunes uh google play soundcloud.com slash and uh spotify so you can find value town there leave a leave a nice review if you you enjoy the the show and um i guess that's gonna be it yeah stay tuned for you know more news on our our card reveal and uh yeah just go to hsreplay.net and find out the coolest stats. We've got some cool things coming soon. But until then, guys, we will see you next time. See ya.